Hello everyone, welcome back to season three, episode twenty-six of Melinda Prom Podcast. And today I'm talking about fun summer card game or board games you can play with your friends if you are fully vaccinated. If not, wear a mask and play the card game with your friends. You know. But let's get started into the podcast. One game that I saw was very interesting, because you know summer's here. That means we're getting together outside with friends and families. There's gonna be tons of picnics and barbecue and a great time to share new board games on the table or buzz out an old classic to share. And the trick is always key is find the right game to suit your audience and well the setting of your environment. And some games that I found this one I saw um not while I was playing in my tabletop game on campus, but it came across like from like I saw it like, online somewhere. It's called Azul. And it's one of the more attractive board games. It's a competitive tile laying game inspired by the Morshi Morshi art found in the Porcuries Palace at Evanor. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. Inside the small square box you'll find a series of colorful resident components that you'll use to com- construct a mosaic pattern on the table. It- the rules are very easy to learn, travels well, and it won't easily blow up the table. The game takes about 30 minutes to accommodate two to four players up to ages eight and up. Um, one game, another, you want more of a twisted, like, Edgar Allan Poe vibe game, you have Gloom. It's a hilarious card game which players compete to be the first to kill off their fictional fan memories, all while keeping their opponents' loved ones alive. All the cards needs to be played the game are made of transparent plastic, making the only game on your list that you can make a safe pool, safe playing pool on the beach or while lodging, lounging in a hot tub. If your group takes a shine to the, the dark style game of comedy, there's also a heap of expansions to grow your collection. The 60-minute game accommodates two to four player ages eight and up. Then we have a Kingdom, King 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 Dominoes, I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, more like Connie's two four players, ages twelve and up. Then we have um, other games. Um, we have like um, Fantasium. We have um, Yahtzee. We have like other dice games, Cards Against Humanity. You have Katana. You have um, online games you can play like Scribblio, Guarded Phone. Um, there are other online games you can play with your friends. And there are other games that you'll, I think you'll find very fascinating that you'll be able to play with your friends and family. You just got to figure out what game, like, really suits you. There's, like, there's, like, also, like, a board game for, like, to be, like, your favorite, like, Disney villain, which I thought was really cool. Um, everything else, um... Normally, it depends on what you're kind of looking for because there are tons of card games that you can play. I'm trying to think of other ones um, that are really, like, really good to play. I feel like um, there's Uno, there's Duo. Um, i trying to think what else. Um, my mind's kind of running a blank. <laughs> and I feel like for a lot of, like, summer card games, um, and you just have to find which one works best for you and your group of friends, um, along with board games too. Um, it just depends on what you're looking for. Sometimes there's online Monopoly that you could play. Um, the Tana Monopoly t- Ticket to Ride. There's chess. There's Scrabble. Cluedo Pandemic. Uh, Code Name. There's Risk. I love Risk. Um, Pictionary. Candyland. Gameland. Connect Four. Apple to Apples. Jenga. And there, there's Giant Jenga. Um, 
Splendora, Battleship, Yahtzee, um, Arkham Horror, Exploding Kittens, Wingspan. There is the Unicorn, like Exploding Unicorn game, similar to, to Exploding Kittens. Um, I'm trying to think what else, other games that I've been introduced to that were really fun to play. Um, the Game of Life, Clue, um, Monopoly, which is always a chicken one because you think you can make friendship, but you can break them. Scrabble, uh, Battleship was a very strategic game, two-person game, you know, 10 by 10 grid, you know, Risk. Um, Stratego, there's Axis and Allies, it's a classic game of chess. The Backgum, it's like kind of Backgum is like another board game that has been around for centuries. The game has an iconic look that you're sure to recognize whether or not you actually ever played it before. The playing area consists of 24 triangles of alternate colors, and a bar goes down the middle of the board game. The game is often incorporated into folding cases, which makes it for easy cleanup and storage. To play, you are responsible for moving a set of 15 checkers around the board, which move delicately to indicate the rolling of two dice. The first player to successfully cast off or remove all his or her triggers from the game wins. Back Gundam is a two-person game that definitely requires strategy, but a little bit of luck, you'll seem to get the hang of it. Then there's Chinese checkers, checkers, Blackos. There's Alatino. I never heard of that one before. And you're looking for games for like children. There's often Twister, Connect Four, Operation, Don't Break the Ice, Hungry Hungry Hippo, Blue Glow, Mousetrap, Amiga, Mastermind, Cork Glow. And then you have a family board game, which are Uno, uh, Cranium, Dominoes. Um, you have Shoots and Ladders. Uh, there are other games that I've never really heard of, but you just gotta, you just gotta find what fits and what setting. Because honestly, some of these games, like sorry, you can like easily finish. But even like a multiplayer game, you think pick, uh, Pictionary, Apple Apples, Catchphrases, Taboo, Speak Out, Password, Never Ever, or like Never Ever like date games. Or you want more of the adult games? You have Trivia Pursuit, you have, Pursuit, you have Sequence, you have Dominoes, you have. Cribbage, Cardigan to Manny, which is always an all-time favorite in a friend group. Um, and I think there are, there are like tons and tons of games that I can go on and on about. And there's just so many you have to think what you have to cover because you have a lot. And I mean a lot. Um, that there's so much that you want to cover. I think Pandemic was also a really popular one that you can play either a board game or online. Same thing for the Game of Life, you could also play online. They do have a Game of Thrones board game as well and also monopoly has become very interesting with their gameplay so they have like monopoly for pokemon stranger things game of thrones star wars like if you think of a series for it they have it for monopoly they have manjon they have um descendants journey in the dark diplomatry kings of the kingdom blood bowl uh night of the werewolf that was the final one that i played um Trying to think what else. Basically, just like don't stay in the house all day. Just find a fun board game, play with your friends, and or find a game you can play online free for your friends. That way, y'all can just spend time together if you really can't come like visit each other because of the pandemic. But don't let like the pandemic ruin your summer. There are still ways to have fun, and I feel like you'll end up finding a way to have fun with your friends or making one. You can play Katana. Katana is a very popular one. Clues, you like a murder mystery. Um, trying to think. If there's a lot of, like a murder mystery board games um, that I really like playing. Um, Clue, oh, Mystery Chronicles. Um, 
Myster Mysteria. Mysteria is the one I play out of my friends that I love playing. I think there's another one adapting to that. I can't remember the name. I think it's more harder. Mythios is another murder mystery game, but Mysterium is my favorite one because you pl you're playing with a group of your friends and you're playing a group of psychics. The ghost of a person who was murdered at the Halloween party one year ago has been sending you visions and dreams like Clue. You have to find the killer, the room, and the object, but in that order. To do this, the person playing the ghost, who is not allowed to speak, will give you cards. These cards are very gorgeous. The artwork is very stunning, and they can be, and the ghost can give you many cards as they want to try to help you figure out the person, place, and thing. The difficult part is seeing what they see. You just don't look at the cards and know you try to interpret their meaning, just as the psychic would interpret their dreams. Each person will have their own different person, place, and thing, but you are encouraged to help each other out because the first part of the game is figuring out who was at the party. From then, the ghost will give you clues to figure out which party member got them murdered. It's a great game, lots of fun, whether you play as the ghost or the psychic. Now, that's just downright interesting and it could best to play two up to seven players best probably around the range of five and six ages 10 and up and it's length usually lasts around like 42 minutes just depending um another good murder mystery game is called letters from Whitechapel. this is one of the very first murder games not besides clue that people have played and it makes review like there's good reviews about having it being a song contender the game is very cool but difficult to win but people tend to love it but one person for the summary of the game, is Jack the Ripper. The person picks an area on the map to be Jack's home. Every night, they start off by killing another person and then trying to make it back home. The key, though, is to do in a way that, that keeps the rest of the players from capturing you and figuring out where your home is. The game takes a lot of strategizing. The other players try to find Jack by going with, to the body and trying to figure out where he went there. They have four nights to figure out where Jack is or Jack wins. This kind of reminds me of... Uh, mafia, how you have to guess, like the person, like who, who killed the person, like the, you tell your different roles and try to figure out who the mafia people are before they win, basically. I think that's kind of fun how some of these games are interpreted to make you think a little bit, which is kind of fun. I think having board games that challenge you in a way is kind of interesting. The most, like, the most fun of it, especially like the more like adult board games seem to be the most interesting. And don't get me wrong, even the children ones are still like okay, but like some of the new ones that are pumping out this year seem to help. To get rid of that pandemic boredom um there is one game called wingspan wingspan seems to be a, a one that's been popping up just a little bit but that i haven't really heard that a lot about um wingspan is surprising surprising favorite um when it comes to board games for adults besides being the winner of the well respected spell de jar award it was popular enough that some cheeky retailers charged triple its list price when it went out for print a few years ago that tells you a lot about school quality. So what about it? You might have guessed from the name, Wingspan puts birds in front and center. Indeed, your aim is to attract the biggest variety of, to your preserve. You do this through clever engineering building mechanisms that are present in many of the best board games. You can use cards to get food and eggs, allowing you to find even more cards and birds. It's an addicting, satisfying loop. The whole process is quick and painless too. It completes in a breezy four turns. Still, it doesn't mean you can stop and smell the roses, which you all want to, by the way. The card artwork is gorgeous, and the plain peaches, which include a bird box dice tray, are clever. Even the board you play on are stunning, and the vivid wash color really draws the eye. That's why Wingspan is an ideal chill-out game. The, the lack of direct competitiveness and focusing on trying to be full wildlife turns to a relaxing zen-like experience that you'll enjoy regardless of who wins or loses. I was say that for a really like a board game because honestly people play the board game um 
to have fun, competitive, you know, but you know, sometimes one side of the but all meantime, you always have fun with it. Now, one game I was introduced to was called Joking Hazard. Um, it's an offensive card game from Sinai and Happiness, which we've all seen before. And like same twist on Cards Against Manny, but um, let's just say, uh, how to say the Joking Hazard is the not safe for work alternative form to your card game. As one of, as one of the reviews, one of the best adult best card game for adults. The entry from the creators of Sinai Happiness is come with the funniest suggestive on this list. While it's an 18 plus product, a very dark sense of humor, it's never felt vindictive like some of the competitions, easy to learn, and generally hilarious. It's some sort of game you'll be playing in no time. The structure is very dead simple. Players must fill the blank with a silly response. The twist, you'll be using artwork instead of words. More specifically, yet the complete a random select cartoon strip using cards from your hand. Luckily, the most amusing choices normally win. Um, luckily, find something that will crack out your opponent isn't hard. Most cards have a laugh out loud quality to them, and they're kind of ridiculous. Maybe your character will escape an awkward competition by finding a way with the power of their fart, or perhaps they'll eat the person whole. These are plenty of options to choose from, and that means Joking Hazard won't lose its novelty anytime soon. Just remember, this isn't a family friendly game. It's a, it earned a mature label for a reason, and then some. Play with your parents at your own parallel. Then you have Katana. Katana was the one I saw when I first went to UNCW that was played in tabletop and in the, the game center I used to visit my friends called Sharky, so that was always there as well. Katana wishes you back the days of sailing of the frontier. There's an uninhabited island to claim and kingdoms to build on. Your job? Civilize the wild expanse of towns, roads, and trades. You'll need to keep your wits about you when deciding where to put your roots down, though. The landscape is different each time you play, and this means you'll have to pay close attention to where you settle. That's because resources are driven by the possibility in dice rolls in certain locations, which yield goods more often, so everyone ends up raising the claim the best spot. Choosing wisely is make can make or break your chances of winning. Foresighting intuition are rewarded. Being able to sweet talk for hours is essential too. It's inevitable that you won't get all the materials you need right away, so you have to trade with others, players to advance your plans. What following an intriguing balancing act is truly the mind of a wit, but that just depends. Swapping resources could help you in the short term, but it may bring your opponent one step closer to victory as well. This leads up with something fantastic for those who love tactical board games for adults. Sure, Katana is somewhat reliant on chance, but there are plenty of strategies to go along with it, not to mention an undorked unorthodox ways of winning, such as creating a large army into your crew warby that steals your opponent's items and with so many words in the game, including expansion, Star Trek and the Throne theme sets, a spin-offs called Katana and Star Star Fair, and handsome twenty five uh, anniversary edition there are cool tournaments to try to so you'll never ever get bored from the original. And then they they have an ESPN trivia night for those who love ESPN. Um sports we have there are like a lot of board games that there's some like the list could go on and on with this review and I don't want to bore you but there are some fun board games that you can get try out here for your next family gathering or next like game night with your friends or family there's some of your options and let me know which board game that you actually pick Ooh, one of my favorites before I end this podcast is what do you mean the game boasts about 75 photo cards of popular memes and a rotating judge flip over a card and players to compete to pair it with the funniest caption where the wise don't play this with your with your ugly grandparents just saying um like i said monopoly does have game of thrones you big fan of game of thrones and you'll definitely love that game 
you do have a sushi go party. The family from the game is perfect combination of strategy, fun, and most importantly, food. Players pass cards around deciding which to take out of the pile to earn the more points. Because of there are so many winning combinations, each round it feels different each and every time. And um, exploding kittens when I play it for this game are people who are into kittens and explosives and laser beams and sometimes goats. So everyone you know, players draw cards hoping to avoid picking up the exploding kitten. If they do, they're out unless they have a diffused card to keep the kitty at bay. Mostly two to five people. And also, the game of life did come up with another game for itself: the game of life quarter life crisis. Millennials, this one is for you. But warning, might make you feel a little too real. In this game of important life decisions, play your way to get that huge mansion, fancy car or lose your job and a spouse kind of does kind of hit a little bit too real it is up to four to twelve two to four players not twelve oh you have code name this game starts with 25 cards on the table a spy master on each team acts as a clue giver that tries to guide her team to pick up the right card they pick up the ones that opposing teams they lose the first team to identify all the work cards win this is four or more players so there are tons of like Really cool adult board games that you'll never get bored of. I think you just gotta find which one like best matches your group and their personalities. To figure out which one you want to play first, and then you just go from there. Hope everyone's having a awesome summer. I hope everyone's trying to stay safe and you know trying to enjoy some of the best of the abilities until this pandemic is really over. Um, I realized that season three is slowly coming to an end for this podcast, and I will be taking a little short break once I do end season three, but I will be back for season four. I thank for those who have been listening to my podcast for the past three seasons. I do appreciate all your love and support, and I continue to appreciate the love and support that y'all do by listening to my podcast or maybe DM me on Instagram or Snapchat to where I post my podcast to see if there are any topics that you'd like me to talk about or any current conversation that you'd like me to speak upon for the next season. But until then, hope you all have a nice day. Enjoy your summer, and I'll see y'all real soon. Until then, bye.